Welcome to the Inspired for Action podcast. I'm Amanda Genther, and I'm here to share inspiring stories of online entrepreneurs who are killing it in their business and having fun at the same time. I want to prove that there's no one right way to market your business and sell your offers online. There's only the way that feels good for you and that works for your audience. I'll be getting down and dirty with my fellow online entrepreneurs to share step-by-step stories on how they created, launched, and sold their offers online. It's time to step out of fear and into action. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Inspired for Action podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. I feel like I said that every single episode, but I feel like these episodes just get better and better. And today I am talking to Monica Snyder, who I'm so excited to have met recently through one of her programs. I think I saw a post inside of a Facebook group that led me down the rabbit hole to finding her. And I'm just so excited to have her on the podcast today. Monica, can you go ahead and introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Yes. First of all, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And um, I am a business and marketing strategist. And I help entrepreneurs and experts systemize their customer experiences so that they can build relationships while driving revenue. I love that. Correct me if I'm wrong. You focus a lot on copy, right? I focus a lot on copy and systems. Copy and systems. Awesome. And I mean, that's basically what we're, we're kind of like combining them together today. And what we're going to be talking about is how to create a really strong email welcome sequence that brings people into your world, but doesn't stop there. It also leads them down the journey of leading them to your paid products, to the next steps that they need to take to solve their problem. And the thing I love about um, Monica is that she doesn't... It's not just like a fluffy welcome sequence. She really shows you how to create a welcome sequence that leads to... I mean, her product is called Relationship and Revenue. So I mean, that is really... That sums it up. Shows you how to build that relationship with your new subscribers, but then also drives revenue in your business. Does that sound pretty accurate, Monica? Yes. What I found when researching this product was that people were really afraid to ask for a sale. And they thought that they just had to nurture, nurture, nurture. And my argument to them is nurturing is selling because somebody wants to solve their problem. And they're happy to pay for it if you can solve their problem. Mm, So that's where the relationship and revenue came in because you do also need to build that relationship so that they come back and buy more from you. But you do need both. You need the relationship and then you need the revenue. Because if you don't get the revenue, you're not going to be around in five years to continue the relationship to continue helping that person. I love that so much. And I just want to like just preface this episode by I'm going to be asking Monica some questions as far as like, just your welcome sequence is concerned, like how to make sure that we're really like wowing our subscribers as soon as they join our email list and how to decrease unsubscribes. And really just the whole process of like just how to really make like create this really strong welcome sequence. But if you guys want the actual templates that Monica has created for this welcome sequence, plus so many other things, like I buy a lot of low ticket offers, I have a low ticket offer. So I am obsessed with like researching and seeing what other people are doing with their low ticket offers. And Monica's is hands down one of the best ones that I've seen. So I asked Monica if I could share this with everybody. And of course, she was like, yes, please do. And so she has a product called Relationship and Revenue, 
which is a full template system, but not only like templates, it's got so much like training and education in there as well. But the part that I really want to tell you guys about that I have found a lot of success from is the new subscriber onboarding and promotion sequence. So it is a full, I believe the welcome sequence is a three-part email template. And then the promo sequence, I believe, Monica, it's like, I think it's like eight emails. It's actually 12. 12 emails. Yes. <laughs> 12 emails. Yes. I think I did eight emails. So 12 emails. So if you guys want that, if you want the actual templates for how to create this welcome sequence, I have a link that you guys can go to. It's amandagenther.com forward slash R and R. So R, the letter R, and A-N-D, and then the letter R. So you can go grab that. It is a $37 product, crazy, insane deal. Go check it out. You guys are like every person that I send there is like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for sending me here. So go check it out and you will not be disappointed. Okay, so now let's really get into me basically picking your brain. So yes, <laughs> please do. Please do with an introduction like that. Pick away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my first question, and one of the, I mean, the first question, the first thing that happens is when someone joins your list. Now, most of the time people are joining your email list because they are signing up for some sort of freebie. So my question for you is like, what do you suggest is like, how to basically stand out amongst all of the other people and maybe all the other freebies that they're signing up for. How do you suggest like we stand out so that we really like make a great first impression with our subscribers? That's a great question. And I have a two part answer. The first is to make your freebie something that would deliver immediate value and solve a small problem immediately. And I know I said immediately twice in there. But that's the thing that really will make you stand out. Because if you can solve a problem that they're having instantly, then you've already stood out. Because a lot of people just, you know, their freebies are, you know, 101 ways to write a blog post or something like that. And I'm like, I need one way. I need the best way, right? So if you actually can take that, that big problem that they have and give them one baby step or one micro step towards it and actually solve that problem, that will make you stand out. The next way, yeah, well, we can talk about lead magnets all day long as well. But the next thing that it is, is that in that welcome sequence, that three part one you first talked about, it's actually two emails on the same day. So there's a little secret trick I use. And it's I send you what you asked for in your email. And then a few hours later, I have my autoresponder send you a second email asking if you got it and asking if you were able to use it and basically starting a conversation. What this email does, it's so great because it will actually start like start a conversation with somebody. You'd be surprised how many people will respond to that email. And then it triggers all this great stuff on the tech side. What I forgot to say in my introduction is that I've been coding since I was eight. I've been a software developer for Fortune 100 companies. And so I've got like this software engineer side. So all that tech that happens behind the scenes when somebody responds to your email, like it's engineered to set all the triggers up right for you for deliverability and the things that you want that you don't even want to think about. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So you basically like that by them replying to your email, it's telling their email system that like, this is a good email. And this is someone that I want to receive emails from. So it's less likely to go into their spam or if they're using Gmail, like their promotions tab or something like that. Is that what you're saying? Yes, but not just for that person, okay. for every person you email from oh, that awesome. list. Yeah. Okay. Because it triggers a system wide flag, right? Basically, it's like this email 
this email is good for all the people. So it's not just that one person that you get the benefit from. It's basically your entire list. I love that so much. Now, my question and plain devil's advocate here is, what do you say to those people as far as like, okay, I'm delivering the thing that they requested, and then I'm sending them another email three hours later, am I going to annoy them? I would say I've yet to see anyone unsubscribe. Also, it doesn't annoy people when you're trying to solve their problem, which is what that second email does. Mm -hmm. You're actually asking that, you know, were you able to help, which is something you would do in real life. If you were having a conversation with somebody and I said, you know, did that help? Then they're going to respond. Well, this is the email version of that. So no, it's not annoying. Yeah. And I think too, like when someone first subscribes to your email list, they are like, they want to hear from you, right? Like they're signing up for Mm -hmm. your freebie, whatever it is, they want to learn from you. So I think like most of the time we're like, okay, I'm just going to give them their freebie. And then I'll email them a couple days later with, you know, whatever else, like check in on them, whatever it is. But in the very beginning, like the more you can be in touch with them, the more likely I feel like they are to open your other emails um, when you can make like that really, really strong first impression. And um, I love that too. Like, of course, nobody's going to get mad if you are asking them like, Hey, how can I help you? Like, what do you need help with right now? So I love that so much. Yeah, it's really great. Okay, so my next question is... The other thing, like as far as like someone coming onto your new subscriber welcome sequence, okay, you wow them, you have that first day. Now, how do we start to make that transition from they just opted in for this free thing, and we want to eventually offer them that paid thing? Now, do you offer them a paid thing right away? Or do you recommend we nurture them for a bit before we do that? I usually offer them the free thing right away on the thank you page from the opt-in. So if there's a low ticket offer or a tripwire, you can go straight to that. If they didn't take you up on that, then I would spend a little bit of time nurturing them. And that's what the new subscriber series does. And nurturing them really is a series of changing their mindsets or changing their beliefs because they think one thing and you as the expert or you as the teacher, you know something different than they do. And that's why they want to learn from you. So your job is to take them on that journey so that what they believe now is good, but then they end up with the transformation that your product or service gives. Your job is to just take them along that path and hold their hand through it. And so a series of emails that do that is really, really effective. And at one point, you're going to transition from... This is where copy comes in. You're going to transition from, you know, I'm helping by shifting your mindset and changing your beliefs to, okay, now you're ready to actually create the work or do the work. And that's where you start the pitch for the sale. Yeah, I love that. And then I mean, how and I guess it depends, really, it depends on your audience, right? It depends on how quickly they'd be ready for that sale. But it also I think depends on how closely related your your freebie is to your actual paid product, which I love that you mentioned, you know, offering that that product on the other side of the freebie, basically. Now when you do that, like also known as like a tripwire, Do you recommend discounting that? And how do you then basically position that same paid program later on in your promotion sequence? That's a great question. So I actually have tested that. And I found that the immediate discount usually does work really well. But you can also try testing not having the discount and seeing which works for you. Later on, I usually discount less or do not discount at all, especially for a low ticket offer. And I've seen some that are like $7. I wouldn't discount a $7 offer. 
But if there's like a $49 offer, maybe you give you know, 50% off or something right there if they're a fast action taker. And we see that a lot in copywriting and the structure of things, you know, hey, you know, you're ready to move now. I'm going to give you a discount because I know that you're ready and you're ready to take action and I don't want anything to get in your way. Mm -hmm. So that's really effective. And then later on, some say if you gave a 50% discount, you could give a 25% discount because you definitely don't want to teach people that you are lying. <laughs> I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a better word. But basically, you know, if you say this is a one-time offer, you need to make sure it is a one-time offer. Yeah. Just being authentic and like sticking, tr- like being true to your word, basically. Because if you do it once and people realize like, oh, she said this was a one-time offer, but I'm getting the exact same price now. Even though that's great that they're still getting that 50% off in their mind, they're probably that's triggering like, can I trust her? Can I trust what she says? So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally about that. Like make sure that whatever you're saying on that tripwire page is is real. Like don't use fake scarcity, don't use, you know, fake discounts, all of that kind of stuff. Just be true to what you're saying. Yes. And that's part of the relationship part, right? Because if you start the relationship off based on a like, eh, I mean, you know, a borderline, like, okay, I don't know how I feel about that kind of thing, then then the trust is already sort of broken. So that's just not a great way to start any relationship. So (laughs) that's why we don't do it. Yeah, I love that. So, okay, my next question then. You have people coming into your, like onto your email list. And let's say that you have multiple offers, right? You have multiple things that you sell on your website and you have all of these people joining your email list. How do you make sure that the people joining your email list are actually getting that right information that they need to help solve their problem? There's one or two ways you can accomplish that goal. The first is you can set up a new subscriber promotion sequence based on the opt-in. So if they're opting in for something like a sales letter, you know, maybe your opt-in is how to write a frequently asked question, right? Which is part of a sales page. And then obviously your upsell would be to your sales page product. Then you can take them into other things that they need. Well, if they have a sales page, then they probably have some sort of offer somewhere, right? So maybe there's your pricing guide or something else that they need. Just think about it logically as far as what problems they're going to see next, right? And so for me, if they're opting into one of my opt-ins, which is, you know, how to write a subject line, then they're going to need to write an email sequence next, right? And then after they write the email sequence, they're going to need to create a new product probably to send to their email list, or they're going to want to learn how to use their email list for creating new products. Mm -hmm. So that is a logical next step. So I would just put them in next steps. In my previous company, we actually had 12 weeks of offers that got pitched to you once a week through our value ladder so that you could just buy as much as you wanted. So when you came onto our email list, you were set up for 12 weeks of autoresponder emails. Wow. And was that in a different industry? No, it was information products. It was. Okay. So I'm wondering because you don't see anybody doing that in this online marketing world that I feel like we're in. And I know you kind of came from a a slightly different background in your last business compared to the industry that you're in now. Do you see that happening in this industry that we're in right now? I do see it. I I see it with the bigger name players because Mm -hmm. they have the resources to set up those sort of automations. Right. But if you had your goal of, you know, creating that sort of sequence creating one a quarter, then you could have that build up over time. Yeah. Because really there's promotion sequences and then you know you just keep stacking them. The other reason I don't see people doing it is that they don't have that many products. Mm. 
right? We had a huge product suite. So there was a ton of things for people to buy. But I don't see that as much with people who would maybe just have like one signature product or things like that because they don't have the product depth. And that's fine. It's just a different way of doing things. So that's so true. So Okay, so my last question for you then is, let's say that someone coming into... I mean, like anybody who's listening right now, like they have, you know, they have like their typical freebie delivery email. But beyond that, they are not capitalizing on a like basically a post opt in email sequence, where they're able to then pitch their paid products. What would you say is like the first step that they need to go do? Because like when you see like 12 emails, that can feel really overwhelming. So what do you say the first thing before you even sit down and actually write your promo sequence for new subscribers? What is that first thing that they should do? I think the first thing they should do is determine what the next step on the customer journey is. Mm -hmm. And if it is a paid product. And then 12 emails is a lot. I understand. You know, I sort of struggled with that too. I was like, Ooh, should I really put that many emails in this program? People are going to think it's a lot. But the deal is, is that this is where you get people to know, like, and trust you so much. There's 12 there because it works really as a 24-7 salesperson in your business. Mm -hmm. So I would say that you actually should just sit down and write one a day for 12 days. Mm -hmm. And there's templates in there. There's, you know, stuff to do that. Because this is so important to your business to bring somebody into your world and indoctrinate them properly and make them like you and trust you and all of that stuff, that's not easy, right? So I just want to make sure that people understand that it's it's important enough to do it. Because if you've got this automated selling machine, basically, that is in the form of 12 emails, what's so great about it is, is it's always on. It never takes a nap. <laughs> it doesn't have kids crying at you. Like It's always there working. And it doesn't get mad when you go in and like check out its stats and you're like, Oh, this part isn't working. Like, let's fix it. Right. So I would just say that, that it is a little bit overwhelming because it can be intimidating if you're not an email writer, but that's where a good set of templates really, really will help you. Now, I'm not trying to totally pitch my product. So if you don't want to do that, you can also just come in every day and provide some value with a, I call it a soft sell. So if you tell a little story and then you can just, you know, say, and my product help. Or if you've got a, a ton of customer testimonials, those can also be great. You know, so and so had this success with my product. Tell the story and then just be like, if you don't have it yet, here's the link. Mm-hmm. Right. So there are other ways to sell. And I think that it's just really just get in the mentality of it's okay to sell and you should be selling because it serves that person. Yeah, I love that. And one tip because I'm like knee deep and actually I just finally finished my new subscriber welcome sequence thanks to Monica's templates. And now I'm like knee deep in another sequence that I'm writing right now. So one of my biggest suggestions is if you are starting your new subscriber welcome sequence and you are you are feeling totally overwhelmed. One thing that I did was don't be afraid to like repurpose emails that you've sent before, or don't be afraid to use, you know, repurpose copy from your social posts and your sales pages. What I did basically is I opened up this email sequence. I mapped out all of the different emails that I was going to include inside of the the sequence. And then I started going and like gathering all of the different pieces of copy and emails and anything that I've ever written about like 
the problem that my subscribers having and then the product that I was going to be selling inside of the sequence. And I went and found all of that. And I did all that research. And it's, it's basically how I teach you to write a sales page as well. Like writing a sales page and writing an email sequence are very, very similar. Emails are just broken up into like one day at a time, basically. So that's what I would do too, is I think just go and search for all of the copy that you've already written. Because as business owners, we have to write so much copy. So there's a good chance that you've already done a lot of the work up front. And the other thing, I keep talking about your templates, but the, the, the other thing that I love about Monix templates is before you actually write the email, she walks you through how to plan out the emails and she will walk you through like, okay, you're going to need a story and it needs to be about like what kind of story. And she gives you everything that you need to like know and understand and do before you actually sit down and write the template. So she really does a great job of removing that overwhelm so that when you sit down to actually write the emails, you have a lot of that copy and that information already collected. And it's just a matter of like plugging it into the email, which is, you know, something that I absolutely loved when I dove into it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. In that new subscriber sequence, there are 12 emails, but the last five, if you have a sales page already written, you could probably get them done in about an hour. Yeah. All five of them Mm -hmm. because you've already written the words. Yeah. And I tell people that all the time because I also do email writing for other people and I'm like, the rate is different if you already have a sales page versus if I have to basically create one in my emails. Because that's what the last few emails in that sequence are. They really are a sales page. Yeah. If this is the first time you're promoting this paid product, then yeah, it's probably going to take a little bit longer. But if it's something that you've already shared, and you, I mean, likely probably already have if you're putting it into your welcome sequence, then yeah, it's going to take a lot less time to actually write those emails. So I love it. And Again, you guys, I'm serious. Please, please, please do yourself a favor. Go grab Monica's templates if you need to write your welcome sequence. It is going to save you so much time. And it's amazing too. And one thing that I also wanted to say too, because I know it's coming out of beta soon, and I'm actually testing the templates is she was asked a lot. And I saw the face in the thread in the Facebook, I think it was in one of the Facebook groups about email templates for people or like an email sequence, basically for once someone buys like a low ticket offer, something like how I have Slayer sales page, basically, what emails do you send after they purchase that low ticket offer to then move them into your higher ticket offers. So I believe Monica, that sequence is also coming out of beta very soon and going to be inside of relationship and revenue. Yes, I had several people ask me for it. So I sent an email out to my list and said, Hey, who wants to test this for me? Because I wanted to make sure that it worked for more than just me. (laughs) And I've gotten some great feedback on it. And I am shooting the videos this week. So they'll probably be in the in the product next week. So very, very soon. Awesome. Yeah, that's really exciting. And I mean, the templates are amazing. I'm using them right now to write my post purchase email sequence for after someone buys slate your sales page. So I'm really excited to see how they work. So Monica, thank you so much for joining us on Inspired for Action. Can you tell us where people can go to learn more about you? Yes, they can visit monicasnyder.com. And Snyder is spelled S-N-Y-D-E-R. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Hey, I just wanted to say thank you really quick for sticking around and listening all the way till the end. If you need them, we've got all the links for this episode in the show notes, which you can find over at amandagenther.com forward slash podcast. And if you really enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show so that you get new episodes downloaded as soon as they come out. And if you're an Apple user, I'd really appreciate it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating or review. Your reviews tell iTunes that this is a podcast worth listening to, which can help me and my guests reach more people and in turn help more online businesses. So that's it for today. I'll be back soon with a brand new episode, but until then, it's time to get back to work and take some action. 